Hello, my friend. It's Josh Trent. Today, you are in for something very special. I have not done a solo cast in a while, and I have been missing connecting with you one-on-one. And I was meditating, and I thought about what is it in my life that I am working on that I'm pretty sure most of us are working on right now, especially if you come from a situation in childhood like I did, where the home was broken and I chose, well, my soul chose the contrast to come in and grow from that. But the tertiary response in my nervous system was to create a hypervigilance. Now, what is hypervigilance? We're going to talk about this today. If you yourself have been feeling on edge and you're in the process of dealing with your own trauma, unpacking your own trauma, this is going to be a right to the point, quick, powerful, and practical podcast for you, where I'm going to tell you about what I've learned so far in my 42 years that hypervigilance actually is for the nervous system and the body. It's a subconscious strategy of survival, but it slowly kills. The thing is that hypervigilance at certain times, staying highly alert, it's useful, right? It's a good thing. But what happens all too often when you may start to feel depleted because you've been constantly hypervigilant, that is me. I've dealt with that quite a bit and here's why and here's how to cope with hypervigilance. Whether you have tense muscles or you scan a room or you're feeling constantly that something is bad or that something bad is about to happen, does this sound familiar? Well, living with hypervigilance can not only make it really hard to be in the present moment, but it also takes away from your job, your relationships, the overall quality of your life. Well, here's some good news. The support and the treatment options are available and it doesn't come in a pill form. (laughs) You do not have to take pills to eradicate, to really set free your hypervigilance. So what is it? What is hypervigilance? Put very, very simply, hypervigilance is a biological adaptation to stress. It's your brain's method of trying to keep you out of harm's way by being highly alert and aware of your surroundings. Actually, according to a 2016 review, researchers found that it generally shows up in two scenarios. The first is a looming threat, common with anxiety disorders. The second is a reminder of a previous threat that happened, common with PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, and other trauma manifestations. Now, hypervigilance is not a, quote, diagnosis on its own. It's really a symptom, right? It's a symptom, and it means that it's part of a set of other symptoms. Schizophrenia, borderline, anxiety, PTSD, these are all associated with hypervigilance. And you may find it really helpful to think of hypervigilance as a junkyard dog. You know those junkyard dogs that, like, sit in junkyards and they are trained to bark and get crazy at people? Well, sometimes the guard dog barks at intruders And other times the guard dog barks at things that don't pose a threat at all. I guess you could say this about any dog, right? Like fricking leaves blowing into a yard or styrofoam peanuts floating down the street. As you can imagine, when the guard dog in your brain is on super duper high alert at times, it can drain you, your physical, your emotional, your mental, your spiritual, and your financial. Your wellness pentagon can be utterly and completely knocked down like a house of cards It's exhausting. But look, here's the good news. You can train this junkyard dog in your mind. You can do it. Here's how. First, you have to take an emotional inventory. An emotional inventory, and I've talked about this at joshtrent.com forward slash 437. An emotional inventory is where you take stock of exactly what is going on in your life that is causing you this hypervigilance, this feeling of edginess. I actually made this for a client 
in 2010 when I was getting towards the end of my personal training career. And I picked up this 10 years later in about 2020. Here's how you do it. You get a piece of paper, you draw a line down the center. On the left side of the paper, you write down 10 things that are causing you the most pain. And take some time with this. Before you even draw the line down the piece of paper, meditate, do some breath work, turn your phone off, get in a space where you're disconnected from everything else and you can be connected to you. From that place, draw the line down the center of the page, write the 10 things on the left that are causing you the most pain and be honest with yourself. This is a time to get at the root of why the hypervigilance exists in the first place. A lot of time, trauma speaks through life's results. In other words, if you have broken relationships or if you have recurring things that happen over and over and over again in life and you just can't figure out why, it's because planted in the seed of your subconscious mind is a garden that's full of weeds of stress and trauma. This creates hypervigilance. When you do this inventory process that I'm sharing with you right now, it is my promise from working with hundreds of clients since 2010 and many, many clients during the COVID theater BS lockdowns, I promise you this will create a different result in your life. So now here's step number two. You've meditated, you've gotten calm, you've taken yourself away from the BS and you've connected with you. You've written down 10 things on the left side of the paper that are causing you the most stress, the most pain and subconsciously creating a state of hypervigilance. And then on the right side, and this is where you really get to celebrate, you write 10 things that you're most grateful for. And not just things where you're like, oh, I'm grateful for my socks. I mean, unless you like really love your socks, that's cool. <laughs> if you love your, if you had like um, Chippendale socks or like Disney socks or flower socks, that's cool. You can be grateful for those. But I'm talking about things that you are somatically grateful for, like maybe the birth of your son, your daughter, your partner, your family, how food tastes, when the sun is rising and you're on a mountain and you're eating an orange in the sunrise, be grateful for those things. And then take another deep breath and pause. Look at your 10 on the left. Look at your 10 on the right. Circle the one on the left that you know is causing you the most pain. Circle the one on the right that you are most grateful for. And here is the kicker. Take another deep breath and call someone, reach out to someone who loves you, who cares about you. Maybe it's a coach. Maybe it's somebody in the wellness and wisdom community and you share with them, hey, so-and-so, I did an emotional inventory process. I've been noticing that I've been a junkyard dog on edge. I've been super hypervigilant and I don't know why. I think it's possibly connected to my childhood trauma or to the contrast that my soul chose to come in and grow from. But can I share it with you? And they're gonna say yes, or they're gonna say no. And trust your somatic experience in your belly, in your enteric nervous system, you know if this person can be trusted. You know if by their response, they give you a visual, an auditory, or even a kinesthetic response where in your body you feel safe to share with them. That's how you know it's safe to share. I have a caveat. Do not share this emotional intelligence process with someone who your body is telling you you can't trust. You have to be careful who you share your dreams and especially your heart with and your vulnerability with. Because unfortunately, some people don't always hold your growth and your heart in the highest regard. So be careful, be cautious who you share this with. And then here is the ultimate step that'll change your life. And it sounds so simple. And the subconscious mind is probably like, what, Josh, this is way too simple. How could I possibly get less hypervigilance and more peace and more wellness in my life just by doing this one practice? Well, my question is, have you done it? <laughs> have you ever done it? Because how do you know if judging something that won't work, quote, quote, in your mind, but you've never actually done it with your physical body. 
You never actually put it into practice. This is the arc of wellness that I talk about, the gather, the apply, the embodiment. A lot of times we get stuck in the gathering phase. When it comes to embodiment, this final question of the emotional inventory process is the biggest one. You share with the person, hey, I did my inventory. I circled this one on the left that's causing me pain. I circled this one on the right that's causing me the most gratitude. And this is the one that I'm going to change. You, you declare it. You declare it to this person that loves you, that cares about you. You declare, I am changing my life today. I'm changing my life today. And then the person asks you by when. By when? By when are you changing your life? Then take small baby steps, one brick at a time, and build that wall on your kingdom of the new life that you know your soul is calling you towards because you say so. Because you fucking say so. And I threw the F word in there because it's very important. (laughs) I, I cuss sometimes because it's important to put emphasis on words because you fucking say so. That's why. For unlawful carnal knowledge, that's the origin, that's the etymology of the word F-U-C-K, because you fucking say so. And with that knowledge that you bring into your life, then you can take a different step on a different path. You can become a greater version of yourself, a version that is no longer hypervigilant, a version that is no longer a slave to the biology in your mind, a version that can meet life's challenges with courage and with love and with presence. I hope this moved you today. Please, from my heart to yours, do this practice. All the show notes can be found over at joshtrent.com forward slash podcast. Also check out joshtrent.com forward slash 437. This process, it's so simple, but it's so powerful and potent. And by the way, just because something is simple does not mean it's easy. From my heart to yours, do this practice. Take this practice into your life. Write to me admin at wellnessforce.com. Let me know if you need support. Join us in the community, joshtrend.com forward slash community. You are not alone. We are here. You heard this podcast today for a reason. Otherwise you wouldn't have heard it because you're here and it's perfect. So take a deep breath. (sighs) Trust that when you take different steps, you'll get a different outcome. And this hypervigilance that you've been a prisoner of no longer has the shackles on your body. Because you fucking say so. I love you. Take care. Enjoy this life. It's such a glimpse in the cosmos or a blink. And I I know I don't know you on a deeply personal level, but I know your heart because the heart that beats in your chest is the same one that beats in mine. I just have a different experience because I'm a different human. So when I say I love you, I really mean that because to the degree that I love myself, then I can love other people. This is our work. This is our lesson. And just know that as you go out into the world today with your new tool set, you are loved, you are supported, and you are on the right path. 